0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit shorter of an episode uh, uh, today, uh, a special Thanksgiving episode for you guys today. And uh, I'm actually recording a third podcast uh, this week, which is a little hectic for me, but uh, I'm recording uh, next Monday's show on Friday, actually. I'll be joined by Eric Schaefer from uh, Lone Conservative, um, so that should be a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm pre-recording Monday's show on Friday because um, I am going on vacation. Your boy is going to uh, Myrtle Beach. It's going to be awesome. Um, it's like 30 degrees here in Ohio, and it's like 60 down in South Carolina. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be uh, you know drunk on a beach with my family for a week, and I, I can't wait for that. But uh, I, I will not be missing an episode. I'm, I'm pre-recording Monday's episode. This week and I'm actually bringing all my podcast gear with me on vacation. <laughs> I'm bringing my mic and interface and computer and everything and I will be recording uh, Wednesday's episode uh, from from the beach, from the beach. So I, I might be distracted. I might not uh, I'm I might not even do show prep next Wednesday. <laughs> I might just <laughs> go off the cuff. <laughs> I might be completely unprepared. So bear with me. But uh yeah, uh, you know me. I do not miss shows. I've been, I've missed like one show in the last 2 years. It's crazy. That's including, you know, time on the road with my band and several vacations and everything. I just don't miss shows. I figure out a way to get it done. So I've got your back next week. But, uh, yeah, a lot to get to today. Um, Before we jump into it, I do have to say hi to our sponsors over at 1776 United. 1776 United is the absolute best conservative apparel company anywhere in the country. They are absolutely fantastic. If you guys haven't checked them out yet, you absolutely have to. You guys are going to love this company. Um, They have uh, shirts, tanks, hoodies, hats, whatever you need for both men and women. Super high-quality stuff. It all fits great. All their designs are are really creative, really patriotic. You definitely got to check these guys out. Check them out at 1776united.com. That is 1776united.com. Dot com. They have an awesome sale going on this week, uh, starting uh, tomorrow, starting on Thanksgiving. They have their Black Friday sale, uh, exclusive stuff, um, really good prices. And make sure that you use the promo code Gimmicks. Once again, that is the promo code Gimmicks, and they will give you 15% off of your order. I also want to say hi to our friends over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor, they the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the in the country. All their stuff is great. It's delicious. Um, they're super knowledgeable. They will point you in the right direction if you have any questions. Um, they have any kind of mod, battery, tank, coil, atomizers, anything you need for your vape setup. They have. They have physical locations in Perrysburg and Holland, Ohio, if you're in northwest Ohio. Um, and both of those locations do have a great deal going on right now on e-liquid. Um, if not, check them out at premiervaporandlounge.com. That is Premier vapor and Lounge. Uh, d- dot com. They will give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. And if you haven't already, guys, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a good review. I really appreciate that. And hit up our Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash the no Gimmicks Podcast. There's cool incentives if you choose to support us monthly over there. All right. Let's, uh, let's just jump right into the news of the day. Um, I, I want to start off you know, I try not to harp on o- Ohio very much. Cause I know, you know most of you guys don't live in Ohio and you probably don't give a shit about Ohio politics, but we got to talk about the latest installment of Trump derangement syndrome, uh, featuring you hate him. You're annoyed by him. My governor, John Kasich, um, John Kasich is, is back at it. He's really, really trying to keep himself relevant. He still believes he can become president for some reason, which is obviously ridiculous. Um, I mean, he, he came in fourth in a three-man race in, in the uh, Republican primary in 2016, so I don't know why he still thinks he could he could primary President Trump. I have no idea. Maybe he'll run as an independent or something. I don't know. Maybe he'll run as a Democrat. Who the hell knows? But John Kasich is, is trying his best to stay in the news. Um and he said this week, there's two very important pieces of legislation that have passed the uh, Ohio House of Representatives, and it is soon going to be passed by the Ohio State Senate as well. Um, and he's going to uh, veto both of them. And these pieces of legislation are one, the uh, the heartbeat bill, which would ban abortion uh, if if the baby's heartbeat was detected, which usually happens at about two months. If a woman is, is, is two months pregnant, the baby has a detectable heartbeat. Um, obviously, this would be fantastic. I believe Ohio already has a ban on abortions after 20 weeks, so this would effectively be a ban on, on abortion after you know 8 to 10 weeks, something like that. Uh, and Kasich said he's not going to sign it. Um, don't really know why, but he said he will veto the bill. The other bill is the Stand Your Ground um, legislation, which is something that's very important to me. Uh, a lot of states already have stand your ground legislation. And if you're not aware what that means is, uh, you know, if you're attacked, if you're in public or if you're in your home and, and you are attacked, you can respond with deadly force, um, without having to retreat first. And right now it's, it's really messed up in Ohio. If somebody comes at you with a gun and you have a gun, you have to run away. And then if they keep chasing you, then you can shoot and kill them which makes absolutely no sense. I mean, that the laws like that get people killed. The stand-your-ground law, um, if this passes, would mean you don't have to do that. You don't have to retreat first. You can stand your ground and shoot back if somebody is trying to kill you. This is just common sense. I mean, this is just common sense self-defense. Um, I think anything other than this would, would be in violation of the Second Amendment. But for some reason, John Kasich said he's going to veto that, too. He's not going to sign that, either. Um, so, I mean, he, he's given up on... on any any facade that he's a conservative, obviously. And, and it, it's insane. And I know I've said this before, and I know a lot of you guys probably, you know, it's mind-boggling to you at this point <laughs> after after how Kasich has behaved the last few years, but his first term as governor, he, he governed as as a conservative. I mean, he signed a lot of conservative legislation into law. Um, he, he was a conservative, and he was a conservative uh, for most part when he was in Congress as well in the 90s and early 2000s. So... I don't know. I mean, he—this is—look, this is just Trump derangement syndrome. John Kasich hates President Trump. He really wants to be president, so he's just given up any semblance of conservatism. I mean, he's just—I mean, are you a conservative? Was he a conservative in the first place? Really? I mean, like, if if you hate a president so much that you will just give up on your values, you will (laughs) you'll just flip on on all of of your values and just abandon your principles— I mean, are you even a I mean, did this man have principles in the in the first place? Probably not. And it this is just TDS. Trump derangement syndrome. There's no other excuse for it. This is this is horrible. I mean this is absolutely an abomination from Governor Kasich. He's gonna shoot down um, you know, two very important pieces of legislation. Thank God he is out of office in a couple months and Mike DeWan can hopefully come in and rectify all this nonsense. I mean and it's not just Kasich, you've obviously seen it. Across the board from some of these never-Trump Republicans, Senator Jeff Flake obviously has threatened to vote down um, President Trump's judicial picks just because he doesn't like Trump. It's like, I mean, you're refusing to do your job just because you don't like the president of the United States. It really is pathetic. So, yeah, this is just not great stuff from Governor John Kasich. I'm sure you guys aren't surprised, but this is just... As an Ohioan, extremely appalling, ex- extremely disappointing. I, I just, I, I, can't, I can't emphasize enough how disappointed I've been in, in John Kasich since he started hearing hailed of the chief in his dreams and decided that he wanted to be president. Before that, he was a perfectly decent uh, governor. So let's move on. Uh, no more Ohio. Let's move on to uh, the, the biggest outrage of the day. Um, the, the biggest news story making the rounds today, and that is President Trump. Uh, yesterday has decided. Against imposing any additional sanctions on Saudi Arabia following the brutal murder of journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi uh, in Istanbul, Turkey, uh, a couple months ago, um, the the administration has sanctioned, I believe, seventeen Saudi citizens who are who have been proved to be involved with this killing, um, but they decided against uh, imposing any additional sanctions on on uh, on uh, Mohammed bin Salman. Um, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, or the Saudi Arabian government as a whole. Trump basically said that the murder was appalling, but said, quote, it's a dangerous world, unquote. Um, And he also said that they're sticking with Saudi Arabia as an ally in the Middle East and a counterweight to Iran in the Middle East. Um, The left is obviously blasting President Trump for this, and a lot of people on the right are also blasting President Trump for this, um, including a lot of friends of mine. Um, and I don't really know where I come down on this, guys. Like, I I know it's very rare that your boy, uh, Brady Leonard, doesn't have <laughs> a clear-cut opinion. I, I'm usually pretty good at formulating opinions quickly. But like I don't—this th- is—look, this issue is way more complicated than anybody on either side is willing to admit. And it's a lot more nuanced than anybody on either side is willing to admit. Um, I mean, the, the left and, and some on the right, including Rand Paul and others that I really respect, are blasting Trump, saying, you know, we cannot— be allies with with a uh, country that does things like this we you know we cannot trade with countries that that do things like this um which i mean there's definitely that's a valid argument and i mean what what bothers me about saudi arabia the most is this ridiculous war which is you know looking more and more more less and less like a war more and more like a genocide in in yemen i mean there's tens of thousands of people dying children starving to death because of this war in yemen the blockade um that that is happening uh, of the people of Yemen I and mean, they physically can't get food in um, to the country. So uh, it, I know the Trump administration has uh, finally come out and said, and secretary of state Pompeo has finally come out and said, you know, Hey, Saudi's like, this war needs to stop. This is, this is ridiculous. We can't stand for this. Um, obviously it has not stopped yet. We'll see what happens. But anyway, but so back to Jamal Khashoggi, he, he was a contributor to the Washington post who was murdered. Um, so I don't mean, know. There's two schools of thought, and I know I'm a little scatterbrained here today, but there's two schools of thought. Like one, a lot of Trump supporters have have praised Trump for this, saying like, "Good, like we can't police the world; it's none of our business what our allies do. You know, we only need to look at you know, quote unquote, America first. You know, what benefits our economy? What you know, what what benefits us? You know, don't you know who cares what other countries do? That seems very flawed to me." You know, you have to draw the line like you can't give arms to a, a country that would support this kind of behavior that would would slaughter dissidents and stuff like that. And but I, the people blasting Trump about this, too, like I, I think that's kind of flawed as well. Like, you know, it, it is a nuanced world. It is a dangerous world. Like, I, I don't know if you can just abandon an ally in the region, uh, essentially handing the Middle East to Iran because this man was killed. So I don't think either one of these, like, I think both sides are being a little dishonest. Like, I, I see Rand Paul's point, and I see the, le- the Democrats' point on this. Like, you know, it's almost like you're green-lighting this behavior if you don't sanction them. You know, like you're saying that, hey, we're going to look the other way when you kill journalists. And I don't think that's okay. And I also think it would be a complete mistake to just break our alliance with Saudi Arabia completely and just let Iran take over the region. I think that would be a horrible mistake as well. So I don't really know where I come down on this to be quite honest with you. Like I I I totally get Trump's point. We need to look at our economic interests. You know, I don't really believe that that you know, we need Saudi Arabia that much. I mean, look at the amount of oil that we're getting from frac- from fracking for instance. I mean, we could be pretty much oil independent from the Middle East if we really wanted to, especially with the deregulation. But, you know, obviously our 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 trade relationship with with the Saudis does have economic benefits. I'm not saying it doesn't, but, you know, and I get that, but I also understand the moral question, you know, what message does it send to our other allies and enemies if we look the other way on things. I just believe that both sides of this argument are being a little dishonest, and they're not They're not pointing out the nuance here. I mean, th- this is much more complicated than a one-size-fits-all hot take, you know. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I I hope we can find some kind. I hope the administration finds some kind of middle ground where they do send a message that this is completely unacceptable and still maintains the relationship. Because I think both of those things are important. Um, but like I said, like if I were president, I don't know what I would do. Like I don't know what the right answer is. And everybody on Twitter, for instance, seems to have all the answers. But I don't know. Like this is just a, a very complicated, nuanced situation. There's a lot of gray area. This is not a black and white situation. And anybody that says it is. Is lying to you, in my opinion. I think this is much more complicated than anybody is willing to admit. So, before I uh, let you guys go for the week, uh, it is Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, so, I kind of wanted to go through a few things that I'm thankful for in the world of politics in the last calendar year. Um, list a few things then politically thankful for and, and tweet at me at No Pod. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on, on what you guys are, are thankful for in the world of politics in the last year. First uh well, I guess one more point on Ohio it is where I live. I'm definitely thankful for Ohio voters. <laughs> in these midterm elections they they elected a very good man Mike DeWine the incoming governor. Uh, and this was a very important election for Ohio. You know, we have a supermajority in the in both houses of the state legislature in in the the state house and the state senate we have supermajorities. Um and I I've heard from uh, several state reps and state senators they, they have some big plans for the next couple of years. There's a lot of really conservative bills that are, that are making its way through the House and the Senate. And, you know, if we lost the governorship, nothing would have gotten done. Nothing would have gotten done for the next four years. None of these bills would have become law. And uh, we were looking at a really, really bad guy um, at potentially becoming governor of Ohio, Rich Cordray, who's a, a socialist, essentially, essentially, and a former, <clears throat> a former Obama cabinet member. And thank God... Uh, the Ohio borders had uh, Ohio voters rather uh, had the the foresight to elect Mike DeWine. I'm I'm definitely thankful for that. I also have to give President Trump. You know, I criticized him a little bit earlier. I, I have to give President Trump some credit uh, as for things I, I'm I'm politically thankful for this year. Um, we're not really used to presidents keeping their campaign promises. Obviously, he. Uh, he said he was going to cut our taxes, and he said he was going to strengthen our alliance with Israel and move the U.S. embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. I didn't really think either one of those things were going to get done. They got done. <laughs> they cut taxes. Uh, the, t- the tax cuts were, were great, especially on middle, you know, middle class people like myself in places like Ohio. Um, you know, the tax cuts were fantastic. He got it done, and they have. He's been the most pro-Jewish, pro-Israel uh, president probably ever. Um, and he actually moved the embassy to Jerusalem, which is something that every everybody running for office says is, they're going to do, and nobody ever does it. Wow. I mean, props. Props to President Trump. Those were a couple big achievements. Definitely thankful for that. And lastly, I, I'm thankful for these these Republicans who have finally grown some balls. Um, something that I, I never thought I'd see the day, were cocaine Mitch, Mitch McConnell the milk-toast, soft-spoken, squishy Senate majority leader has become like a conservative icon, right? I mean, he has just rammed through these Supreme Court picks, all these dozens and dozens of, uh, of lower court uh, picks from President Trump. He's got it all done. You know, he's wrangled the cats in his caucus and got a lot of good things done. Uh, and he, he's he stopped pulling punches. I mean, he, he's a notorious punch puller. And he is just out there beating up the Democrats in the Senate. And uh, Lindsey Graham, a senator that I've never had that much respect for. He was kind of a war hawk and he was kind of this like moderate centrist, squishy Republican, and he has just become a straight up gangster. I mean he is a he's a gangster. He's a meme generator in the conservative movement now. It's I, I don't know what, what happened to him. He just said F it. One day and said, you look like these Democrats are nuts. I'm not taking this anymore and just started beating them down. And it is beautiful to watch. So I never thought I'd see the day, but I'm definitely thankful for guys like Mitch McConnell and uh, Lindsey Graham finally growing a pair and standing up for their conservative values. It has uh, it. That's definitely good to see. And hopefully that continues. And hopefully that spreads like a virus (laughs) throughout (laughs) the rest of the GOP. Uh, Lord knows that the GOP needs a little bit more of that. So, yeah, sorry about the short episode today, but I'll let you go uh, from here. Uh, obviously, Thanksgiving tomorrow. I hope you guys have a good time with your families. And also, don't be a dick around the around the dinner table. Please don't bring up politics unless somebody else brings it up. Don't be the guy to bring up politics first. Not saying you can't defend your positions or, or defend yourself if a family member attacks you or something. But, uh, yeah, don't be that guy. Everybody hates that guy. Don't be a dick. Just eat your turkey and stuffing and gravy and potatoes and cornbread and everything and— Have a good time and forget about politics. And uh, I'm Brady Leonard. I will be back on Monday from Myrtle Beach. No gimmicks.